you know what this feels like? This feels like mid-afternoon wife sex. You know yeah, what I mean? It does. Right. It like, does. like it feels wrong, but it feels right. Kids are at school. No one's around to interrupt us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good that's a good part of being married. Mm-hmm. Under underrated. It really is. It really is. The um the lack of whining and dining needed sometimes to really just get to the main event. Yeah. There's no undercard yeah, sometimes. A little bit of privacy mm-hmm. and like five minutes of time. It's not very long. It's really not. Um, man, I had so much more to talk to you about, and we came out of the gate so hot. You know? Came I've out got, of the gate so hot. I've got questions. I've got, I've got an important question to ask you. Yeah. Um, so we're getting ready for Royal Rumble weekend. Mm-hmm. We've got the Ramble before the Rumble coming up. Correct. And I, I I hate to get political when it comes to wrestling, but is it okay to be pro snack and pro Daniel Bryan? Oof, that's a good question. That's a good question because I imagine Daniel Bryan's snacks are the exact type of snacks that we ourselves here on this program do not appreciate, do not value. Uh, we would not put a high rating, I feel like, on most of Daniel Bryan's snacks. However, I, I do think we would probably see eye to eye on your perfect bars from Costco. Uh, oh, yeah, he'd probably like those. Yeah, there's a good chance that we might be in the same ballpark as Daniel Bryan on crudite. Yeah. You know, I mean, crudite is an underrated snack. It's terrible and nobody goes for it, but it's an underrated snack. And I'm sure Daniel Bryan loves it. Uh, however, I do not see eye to eye with Daniel Bryan when it comes to ballpark food. Oh man, and he's what a what a saga mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is unfolding right before our eyes. I feel like Daniel Bryan we're, took it to another level that I don't think a lot of people were expecting it to go to. No. Uh, however, Daniel Bryan did. See the tweet by Chase Field where the Royal Rumble will be held. And the tweet basically described what is known as the Royal Rumble Burger. Uh, now, those for those of you that, that don't know what the Royal Rumble Burger is, the Royal Rumble... First of all, let me give you a background on the chefs at Chase Field. Um, the chefs at Chase Field are uh, technically borderline sociopaths. Uh, have you met these guys? Oh, I, yeah. I've I've had one of their chefs teach me how to make a churro dog. Whoa! Yeah, I did it on on film. I did it on camera. Yeah. So I've I've met these people. I can attest that they they don't care. They don't care about you or your feelings <laughs> or your health. That's that's not what their concern is. Their concern is to make you forget that the D backs traded away Paul Goldschmidt while you're stuffing your face with some of the most extravagant food you've ever seen. In your entire life. Now, Daniel Bryan caught wind of this particular burger. Again, if you guys are unfamiliar um, with what is known as the Royal Rumble Burger, it's an 18-ounce pork bratwurst patty on a tos- toasted that's onion a lot, roll. That's a lot of bratwurst. It's a lot. Like, I didn't it was that. That's a big patty. I mean, what is pork. that? That's, a, that's, just a, that's just over a pound. Yes, worth of a pound. I mean, the ale... That's probably pre-cooked weight. It'll sure. cook down a little. Three, quarter, three quarters of a pound, probably. Yeah, you're still looking you're at a lot of meat. Right. And then that's on a toasted onion roll with cheddar cheese, smoked bacon, 
crispy coleslaw, which a lot of people have a problem with being on there, uh, fried onions and barbecue aioli, and then they topped it off unnecessarily with fried mac and cheese wedges on top in the shape of the play logo that similar to what we normally see for WrestleMania. Um, but that's fine. I'm not going to, I'm not going to nitpick on, on the play logo. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and g- get on record with saying, if you don't think crispy coleslaw belongs on your hamburger, I have one question for you. Have you tried it? Because if you haven't, I would say, give it a shot. I wasn't a big fan of the thought either until I had it, and it it converted me very quickly. Uh, however, Daniel Bryan then took to this post by the Diamondbacks, uh, or excuse me, it was by Chase Field, and he proceeded to say, and I quote, Chase Field should be ashamed of themselves. Made from factory-farmed pigs, an intelligent and extremely social mammal, and cheese from cows whose babies were ripped away from them. And he spelled babies, B-A-B apostrophe S. That's fucking <laughs> gross. Uh, then he added, then add the heart disease delivered to the people who eat it. Hashtag shame, hashtag the worst generation. Now, Chase Field promptly responded with, we just give the people what they want, and they clearly want the Royal Rumble burger. All right, all of, all of that is good banter. And we on this show are very familiar with good banter. It's how we open up every single podcast. But... This is where Daniel Bryan took it to that next level of healing, trolling, and honestly, uh, social awareness. Daniel Bryan then tweeted, an excuse every tyrant in history has made. The reality is you just want to line your pockets. Prove me wrong by giving 100% of the profits from the Royal Rumble Burger to Phoenix Children's Hospital or similar charity. That is what the people want. Hashtag challenge corporate elite. Wow, that's a lot. And then he was on local news this morning still attacking the burger. Daniel Bryan has a bigger feud with the Royal Rumble burger than he has with AJ Styles, who he's wrestling for the WWE Championship. And as a snackologist, quite frankly, I love every minute of it. Oh, yeah. We have a we have an obligation to eat these burgers, right? Like, there's no... Oh, there, yeah, there's no like, way that we can't. As a matter of fact, we're bringing in a special snackologist from California wrestling fans may know him. He is the homie. He is the hot tub guy. It is Deshaun does two cents. He is going to be joining us to also rate this burger uh, because it's borderline meal. So uh, we can't officially call this a hundred percent a snack. Uh, however, we will be rating it and I don't care. I'm not classifying it. Uh, meal theory can go right out the window when it goes to this, because obviously if you look at this thing, there is no way you can classify it as a whole as a snack, but I think that we, we have established though, that any food that you take to your seat at a stadium, any food that you can mindlessly stuff into your face while watching a sports entertainment event can be a snack. That's a very valid point. And you could also pick it apart because if we picked it apart, this is merely just uh, this is a gathering of snacks is what it snacks. is. It's, it's a platter sampler, a uh, sample platter is what it is. You know, I didn't know I didn't know the crispy coleslaw was so contentious. When I moved to Ann Arbor, we encountered a thing called the turkey Reuben because I guess Zingerman's Deli in Ann Arbor, who we shout out all the time, uh, is widely crediting with with popularizing the traditional Reuben sandwich, which is like corned beef um, with uh, with sauerkraut, um, Swiss cheese, usually, I think, and uh, like a Thousand Island type dressing. Mm hmm. 
But in Ann Arbor, also very prominent is something called the Turkey Reuben, which is really a completely different sandwich because it has turkey and it has coleslaw in place of where the sauerkraut would be in your regular Reuben. And then it's got Russian dressing on top. Oh. And I remember I remember ordering a turkey Reuben for the first time, expecting it to have expecting it to be just a Reuben with turkey in, in the place of the corned beef and being very thrown by both the sauerkraut and the Russian dressing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I've changed my ways about that stuff. I've come around. Uh, I used to hate it. There's still times where I do kind of because my baby mouth just refuses to accept uh, some of these wild flavors combined together. However, I do enjoy the coleslaw on the burger, um, and I am going to enjoy the hell out of this burger. Our buddy Cody Decker, he is a minor league player, and he's doing media for the Diamondbacks today, has already tried it this morning. Uh, and I'm very jealous. I just like to go on record and say that, that, that he ate it and I'm jealous and I want one immediately. So, uh, but it is a fun weekend. Uh, probably the biggest weekend in the history of this podcast network, uh, of this snack podcast and of some of our lives, frankly. Is I don't that, think we can oversell it. I think I agree. Is that, is that too much pressure that I'm putting on ourselves? I don't think so. Because I'm because nervous, if we, Tim. If we, if we don't go out there and live the way that we expect to live this weekend, then mm-hmm. we will have done it wrong. Well, we, we'll have let people down. Yeah. I feel like at this point, people are just trying to vicariously live through us when it comes to some of these uh, ridiculous events and things we do. And I understand that. I vicariously live through everybody on my Twitter timeline. It's how I get through the workday. It's true. Uh, but I do think that tonight's event uh, is going to be, again, an incredible event. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm nervous about raiding snacks in front of people. Uh, you and I normally do this in the privacy of our own homes. Tim, you know how I would buckle under the pressure of testing at the Institute. Oh, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Lord knows what happens to me when I rate in front of a crowd of people. You saw it when we had to give our public speaking appearance and rate in front of people. What, what happens every single time? It's a 10. Um, it's a 10 yeah, well, every oh, single time. Yeah, well, mm, yeah. That's that's the worst thing that can happen. Like you could you could get up in front of people and like pee your pants, and at least you have some credibility in your snack rating still. You could stutter, you could stumble, you could be a poor public speaker. But at the end, if you deliver a solid snack rating uh, that that has thought behind it and seems reasonable, then you're a success as a snackologist. However, especially when there's people clapping and shit, Tim. Oh yeah. man, I just I I let the moment consume me. And I, I take into consideration outside factors like we absolutely shouldn't. And I, it's just inevitable that I'm going to blow it out of 10. Oh, man. Are we are we announcing our snack yet? I don't think we I don't think we announced that snack Oof, until no. we get to the show. No, 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 no. Yeah, people gotta, people, people have to know. There's a, there's a lot of things that, that a lot of variables that came into the planning of the snack. Um, there were snacks being served at the venue that we had to decide if we wanted to have those. But unfortunately, Tim and I have been drunk at the Crescent Ballroom way too many times to act like we haven't had those burritos. Yeah. Okay. And and they're they're good. And if you you, they're if you so go to good. The show, get a burrito. That's get a burrito. That's the best thing. Get a I beer. Ate, yeah. Um. I remember the first time I had a bean burrito there. That's not typically something I would reach for Mm-mm. when someone when when carne asada is an option or when al pastor is an option. Um. Uh, I was hanging out with Schlag, and it was it was the uh, it was Mega Rand's RNDM like CD release party, uh, and he was on stage with a full band, 
And I was sitting back in the bleachers with Schlag, and I'm like, hey, what's, what's that you got there? And he's like, bean burrito. And he, and he shows it to me, and I can see that the chunks of cheese in it are just massive, right? And that changes everything. Oh, absolutely, because it's hearty. Got, it's hearty now. Yeah, yeah. it's hearty. It has, it has more of a bite. It's not just the mush of refried beans, but there's, there's like a, almost like a log of cheese that runs through the length of the burrito, and that's a delicious burrito. Um, you, you can't go wrong with any of those choices. And you just buy them from the back bar, which is inside of the concert hall room. Yeah, and you don't even have to leave the concert. You can sit yeah. there listening to us be jackasses on stage. You can sit there enjoying the musical performances of Mega Ran, T Call, Bear Ghost, and Andy Savage while getting yourself a burrito. I mean, while you're waiting for it to be complete, while you're waiting for the girl to grab you one and bring it over, you're you're, you're not leaving the venue. You're not standing outside in 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 some you know walkway area that that the doors close. You don't have to get to hear the music anymore. It's nothing like that. No, you're right there and. And yeah, and and if you are in Phoenix and you are experiencing Phoenix with a beer in one hand and a burrito in the other hand, that's how you do it. You're doing it right. That's the, the best way to experience this town, in my opinion. Now, I want to take a moment because I know that this evening they're going to be viewers um, or they're going to be listeners tonight. But right now they're viewers. and I'd like to welcome them in to episode 59 of Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. Derek and Tim Eat Snacks on the Internet. One of these days, I'm going to hear the episode number and not be surprised. But every but single time, it's shocking, right? It's always. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Now, you brought up Mega Ran, a uh, friend of the show, friend of the podcast, friend of ours, quite frankly. Uh, and I, I can't stress enough to people listening to this how great of a dude Mega Ran is. I know we've talked about it before, and I'm not going to embarrass him doing it live. He, does, he doesn't like all that attention. Right. Uh, but I'm just going to say, becoming friends with Mega Man, Mega Ran has been one of the coolest experiences ever. Because Tim and I were both fans of Mega Ran before we actually became friends with him and and started hanging out with him and started going to wrestling shows and doing podcasts and all this stuff that we do for like we a were, decade. I don't yeah. even know if I've told you this. I had all of these chance encounters with Mega Ran. Like he was he was doing a lot of the same stuff that I would do. Like I saw him. Um, at like the Tron Legacy opening night at the Arizona Mills IMAX, and I saw him at a mini bosses show, and we were at this other concert. It was um, it was Oakley Dokley at the Valley Bar, uh, which uh, for people who aren't familiar, Oakley Dokley is a all Ned Flanders death metal band. Yes, they they kind of lit the internet on fire uh, a couple years back, and then and then they did a Christmas show. Um, and the opener for Oakley Dokley is a, another really good local band called Treasure Mammal. And the Treasure Mammal guy wanted like everybody in the audience to get up on stage. And I was near the front, so I stepped up on the stage and I reached around to pull somebody up behind me. And the guy behind me was Mega Ran. That's amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, this isn't like, this isn't how this should work. Yeah, you should like, I shouldn't be looking at you from a yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, this it should be the way we're at. Yeah, yeah, no, and Ran is a big supporter. He lives here in Phoenix. He's a big supporter of the local scene when you talk about all that stuff. He's a lot like you guys, and I can't really include me in that because I discovered a lot of what I discovered about Phoenix because of you guys. Uh, but Ran is a lot like you guys in the fact that he knows a lot of the local spots. He knows a lot of the local shows. He supports local artists, uh, and it's just a, a all-around really great dude. But Honestly, to meet somebody that you're a fan of, to have them be that cool, that alone is amazing, right? Because we always hear about this. If you meet Tim and I in person, we're assholes. We suck. Uh, yeah, we, we like we're the worst. 
you imagine us being really friendly and warm and we've maybe said something nice to you on Twitter or something like that. We're, we are not like that in mm-hmm. real life. Mm-hmm. It's all no. just for it's all just for the clicks. It's all for the downloads. Yeah. Um, and, but and also we don't smell good. Oh, God, um, I smell so bad yes. right now. Oh, I just got done working out. And instead of taking a shower, I decided to podcast with you and eat cereal. And <laughs> I can't even stand myself right now, to be frank. But anyway. Uh, we have an amazing friendship with not only Mega Ran, but Mega Ran's friends, T. Call, our dude David, a.k.a. Neonex, Rock Knowledge, all the guys over at Matt Mania. And I have to say that much like my friends at the Steel Cage, uh, becoming friends with that group of guys, when it's really hard to make new friends as a 37-year-old dad. Uh, oh. it's, it's, it's an amazing experience, and it's something that I cherish. You know, like you talk about your friends and you know, maybe getting older or maybe after you're not friends with them anymore, or maybe if they pass, you realize how much, you know, you appreciate your friends. I live that every day because this particular group of guys is so amazing. And not only that, but you know, the things we're doing this show tonight, uh, the fun we're going to have this weekend, just around town and everything, none of it would be happening. Uh, I would probably sadly be going to just the Royal Rumble show, probably with my wife, uh, and my daughter, and that would probably be the extent of my wrestling weekend had I never fallen into this particular group of, of friends and circle of friends. So the fact that I'm going to be performing live on stage tonight and rating snacks in front of a group of people, uh, I can't with the words, words, there aren't enough words to describe how much joy it brings me. I love you, man. Hug. I, I love you, Tim. Um, and I love Mega Ran. Uh, and that was the original point because Mega Ran has brought us some amazing experiences. He's been there with us. I mean, we went out with him on New Orleans and it was one of the craziest nights I've ever had in my life. Uh, and we are also in the midst of, of a really special month on dates. Because even though it's not all going to take place in January, we are doing a month-long tribute to breakfast cereals as snacks. And we are not stopping at this point. Uh, We did decide, based on logistics, that we probably shouldn't rate a cereal tonight at the Ramble. Uh, There's a lot of things that go into that. You got to have the milk. The milk's got to be cold. You got to have a bowl. You got to have a spoon. You got to eat it. Then there's a plate. Where do you put it afterwards when it's done? It's dirty. We sent so many milk-related emails th- these last couple of weeks. Oh, God. Uh, is, just, just trying to get this is all. Is there a sink to use? Will you guys have 2%? Is there going to be a problem with the bartender washing out our bowls? Uh, where are we going to house the cereal? I mean, there were so many questions. Yeah. But we got turned down for all of it. Basically, we were told to leave our cereal at home. So we will have to find another snack to try tonight. Uh, that's, uh, that's not stopping us, though. We're, we're, we're plugging along, at least on the, the, the home version of the Derek and Tim eat snacks podcast. We are going to continue down this road of cereal snacking. And, oh man, we, we had planned out a month for this, Derek, but the cereals are not quitting Mm -hmm. the chicken and waffles, honey bunches of oats. What in the hell? Yeah. Like this is, this is the stuff that's, that's blowing up our Twitter. That's happening. Chocolate toast crunch came back. Oh, I saw that. You were, you were excited. Oh my God. Yeah, and I have I like I I don't have room in my pantry for this stuff. No, Derek. no, we have all we have like three more cereals. We still have to try in there. Uh, there's there's all sorts of stuff. It's crazy. The snack game in the cereal world is off the charts right now. Uh, the chicken and waffle, honey bunches of oats. I mean, we weren't even planning on doing that. That one just came out of left field. But I feel like there's going to have to be an emergency addition to this podcast in order to get that one tried as well. 
I haven't even confirmed that it's real. Oh, I haven't and, either. And also, it's it's disappointing to me that they wouldn't call it Honey Bunches of Chicken and Waffles. Yeah. Because I feel yeah, like... That's the perfect name for it. Like, they've got the trademark for Honey Bunches of anything they yep. want. Yep. <laughs> and they could be Honey Bunches of Chicken and Waffles. Mm-hmm. That sounds delightful. Honey Bunches of Chicken and Waffles. Yeah. It's just a, that's just an appetizing name. But the cereals aren't stopping. It's insane. We, we don't have enough time. This would literally become Derek and Tim eat cereals if, if we really yeah. dedicated ourselves to trying all of these new cereals that are constantly coming out. Uh, some of them are overrated. Some of them last for such a limited amount of time. I mean, it's, it's, it's the Wild West of the snack game in cereals right now. So the cereal that we're eating today, should I introduce it? Well, I mean, I mean I I'm not going to introduce. I mean, like, 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 preface it is what I should is what I should say. Yeah, you can you can preface it because it's yeah. it's it's interesting. It's an interesting uh, cereal that I don't know if we're going to get a unique experience based on the company that makes it. I don't know if they all taste the same. It seems like they all have different uh, components or flavors to them. But yeah, go ahead, Tim. But um, to, to your point, I think that we're doing a public service by answering the question for our viewers. Is this a cereal that you should eat? Which, why are we asking that question? I'll get into that a little bit later. Some people might purchase this cereal and not eat it. It's weird. The reason I picked up this cereal is, is because I, I had our friend Megaran in mind. Um, when, when I saw this coming out, I was like, would, you know, would this be an opportunity that we could eat a cereal with him um, or bring him in? And just because of timing and logistics, we finally kind of reached the point where we got to eat this cereal. And so we're sort of doing it as a tribute. Yeah, it's a tribute. It's a tribute to our friend. It's a tribute to the show that's happening tonight that we will be doing a live snack rating in front of. And damn it, it's a tribute to a fantastic video game as well. Oh, yeah. One of the hardest video games known to man. I, I would I would classify it as. You know, it's 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 a hard game, but it's a game that you finished, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Or at least at least some. Because you don't the, put it down. You want you want to beat it, yeah. Because right. it's a good enough game that you want to beat it. However, it's a challenging enough game that there definitely are iterations that I didn't beat. And I um, I dressed up as this character for Halloween as a kid. Wow, really? Yeah, when I was in the first grade, I received my first issue of Nintendo Power. It wasn't the very first issue. It was like the first anniversary issue. So it was like issue seven or something like that. And this guy's on the cover because number two had just come out. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was my Halloween costume. I had a little helmet and everything. Did, was it a custom made? Oh, yeah, totally, totally custom made. You couldn't because now yeah. you can. They, there's yeah. there's uh, extensively detailed uh, costumes uh, for all video game quality. characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, that you can just buy from from uh, from Think Geek from GameStop, I guess. Wild stuff, man. Yes, but this week's cereal, uh, this week's cereal is not the best cereal in the world. It's simply a tribute. We are eating Funko Mega Man cereal. Funko Mega Man cereal. Funko Mega Man cereal. Funko yes, the Funkos. You may have seen them in stores. They have, uh, you know what? I meant to actually look up a list to bring up a list of all of the ridiculous characters that they have made Funkos out of. I know I've been in your. Have you changed the name of your studio from like Peanut Butter Palace to Peanut Butter Palace Arcade? Um, actually, I've changed it to Starcade Studios. Starcade Studio. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like that too. Uh huh. 
that 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 incorporates everything of what's going on in in this particular realm. Sorry, guys. Peanut Butter Palace yeah. is dead. Spoiler alert. Every. Yep. But this Every particular Funko cereal ranked. Somebody has oh. already attempted to rank these. Cereals. Oh wow! I was going to say um, because the Funko cereals to me strike me as all being the same cereal. Uh, oh yeah. Based on the look of it, based on. Uh, I'm guessing the limited production capacity of Funko as a company. I don't think that they're at the levels of General Mills or Post yet of being able to like come up with different consistencies and textures of cereal. Yeah, sure. They can flavor them differently. Uh, this particular cereal is a multi-grain cereal that is flavored like blueberries. Is that right? They actually said blueberry flavor. No, nah, I don't know. Boxer? I don't know. I'm just guessing. It's, I, I think the flavor is going to just be blue. I, I don't know I, what's it even... Could, it could be blue raspberry. It, could, yeah. it might not even be blue. They might just have colored them, and they might literally taste the same as the Beetlejuice cereal and the Captain Caveman cereal and all the other cereals that exist from Funko because they all look the same. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to run down. They, they, the, the cereals they make are just ridiculous. There's Beetlejuice, there's Pennywise, there's Rugrats, uh, the Flash, Cuphead... There's a Batman and Batgirl. There's Cthulhu, Huckleberry Hound, uh, Elvira, uh, Freddy Krueger, um, Funko Freddy, their their own like in-house mascot. Um, they made one of Knives Chow from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. That's uh, really weird. Yeah, that's, that's a that's deep a, cut. Like they didn't make a Scott Pilgrim, but they made a Knives Chow. Hmm. And. Yeah, I don't even like, and and it's it's impossible as with any Funko product to collect them all. Mm-hmm. You would have to be insane to try. Let me ask you um, this. Yeah. Um, does anybody buy Freddy Funko stuff? Are there really know. Freddy Funko collectors out there? I I wonder about that, and I think maybe that they just throw Freddy Funko out there, like like as a, as a lost leader or something like that. Like, we'll just, we'll just put Freddie on some stuff. And cause I, I can't imagine anybody cares. Yeah. Like the reason you go to Funko is to get like a cool pop art version of your favorite characters Correct. from your favorite stuff. Correct. They have like their own line of like weird wildebeest characters that are colorful. Yeah. I thought those were cute, but, but again, yeah. Make yeah. a show of it first. Right. Or make something. a, make a comic book. Get a cartoon on Netflix. They give cartoons out to anybody. You're Funko for Pete's sake. Oh yeah, Fun yeah, Funko could team up with Netflix to make a cartoon about their wilderness characters. Yeah, it'd be up in six weeks. Yeah, my daughter would have watched it ten times the entire series, and then I'll buy those. But until then, they I'm have, gonna find them. They have a serial of cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh my God, get me that one. They got they got Pac Man. They got Liono. I think the biggest oh. thing that we kind of skimmed over here is that each one of these cereals comes with a tiny version of the character that's that the cereal is of. There is a tiny pop inside of Mega Man of the cereal, which makes me very excited. Like that, getting a toy out of a cereal box was my jam back in the day. That used to be, the, and the toys used to be so good. So there were some good. really fun really unique stuff that you could get out of cereal boxes that you couldn't get anywhere else. To this day, I still have on my shelf three bobbleheads that I got from post cereals when I was a kid. Now they're not very big, of course, because they had to be toys to go in a cereal box, right? So they're probably about the size of your thumb. 
But still, it doesn't mean that they're not rad. And I have Ken Griffey Jr. on the Reds for Pete's sake. And I have Chipper Jones. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. I still have them. I'm looking at them right now. They came out of a box of cereal. How hard is that? McDonald's they, they, McDonald's they increased uh, the price of their toys. I don't know if you know that. The other day I was at McDonald's. They used to be 59 cents. I asked oh, them to purchase no, one it, of them. It's been, it's been like, at least a buck for a long time. No, it hasn't. They just changed I, it at the beginning of 2018. And I'm going to tell you, they change it periodically based on the toy that they're giving away. So right, right now, it's like it was like Bigfoot toys and Shopkins cutie cars. They increased the price of it. But then it was some bullshit thing like before Christmas and it was down. The lady told me that it varies depending on the toy. So That's really interesting. If they have but high I, quality toys, they're charging you, I think, $1.29 or something like that versus the 59 cents. But different yeah. McDonald's also charge different price for stuff just because Very like they're, they're franchise owners and stuff like very that. You, you, can, you can pay – uh, those like the cost of a Big Mac is, is is very variable. The cost of the the two pack of McGriddles with nothing on them, the plain breads mm-hmm. that my kids love to eat, those used to be like a dollar at some of the McDonald's we went to, and I, I think I've paid as much as two dollars for them, which is absurd. It is absurd. Uh, I'm feuding with my Taco Bell because it's one of those Taco Bell KFCs. So uh, because of that, they've actually given me they've given me the excuse, Tim. That because it's a Taco Bell KFC, they charge more for stuff. I, I shit you not. They have said that through the microphone to me as a consumer while I was in line. You were paying for the luxury of maybe also being able to get some fried chicken. Correct. It was a dollar for these recent burritos that they came out with that aren't bad. Of course, mine has it for $1.49. Just gouging you that little extra bit. Those monsters. They are monsters. Um, you know who's not a monster? Our friend Mega Ran, he's the goddamn best. Oh, he's good. He's so good at music. And I look forward to dancing on stage uh, with him tonight because that's that's how I end every Mega Ran show is is dancing on stage. So. And you always make it up onto the stage, too. Uh, you, you're goddamn you, right I do. You, you, know, you know what's coming. You know what I do. know. I get the high sign from this crew. I know when to maneuver my way over and make my way over to the front. Yep, I'm, I'm locked down. But it's... Uh, I'm a normal man, Tim. No, I think I, 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 all, like, I, all yeah. I want to do is all, I just want to live a life of, of excitement. I want to live like I'm a rock star for one goddamn night. Is that too much to ask? I just I think a lot of a lot of people would sort of be resigned to be like, oh, I didn't I didn't make it up onto the stage. I'll get there next time. You are not going to accept that fate ever. Yeah. At a Mega Man or Mega Man show. Yeah, no, you're right. You're going right. to be up there. You're right. Living my best life, Tim, because that's yeah. one of the things we're about on this podcast. Obviously, we're about the per system. And most importantly, we are about respect for women. But damn it, we try to tell you every week. And I know it's not as easy to just do it. But sometimes you just got to get yourself in the right mindset and think, I'm going to live my best life. I'm going to live my best life. You know, I was drinking some flavored water. And I just said to myself in the moment, Tim, I fucking hate flavored water. Yes. I hate 
flavored water. I oh like oh. regular water. I like the taste of regular water. As long as it's not dirt fucking tap water, regular water is just fine. I do not need a hint of cherry in my water. It just ruins it. It makes me feel like I'm drinking out of a dirty cup that had cherry Pepsi in it and someone didn't clean it sufficiently and they just filled it up with water and gave it to me and now I have this cherry residue that I don't want in my water. That's what flavored water reminds me of, Tim. You know, every once in a while, I will have a Coke at a fountain, and then I will fill that cup up with water, but leave, like, the Coke or maybe the Mountain Dew, like, you know, not rinse my cup out or anything like that. And I have this sort of bespoke soda-flavored water that I've made myself, and I kind of enjoy that. But I'm not, like, I'm not paying two bucks at the Circle K or whatever to get a bottle of it. Right. I mean, this was a uh, Lunchable I stole from my daughter. And it had a Capri Sun that I thought was a Capri Sun in it, but really it was just a flavored water. Oh, it was the Capri Sun Roaring Waters. Yep. I took three drinks out of it, and I, I, was, I was struggling. And I thought to myself, why am I doing this? Live your best life, Derek. And I threw that son of a bitch in the trash can. Sure, it was what, like 60 calories? I wasn't even, there wasn't even that much of a, of, a, of a fat risk there. But why? Why consume 60 calories that I don't need? Daniel Bryan is right about consuming. He's right sometimes. I don't agree with him about the burger, but I agree with him about consuming. Sometimes, damn it, you don't need to finish the burger if you're full. Just throw it in the trash once you're done. I, I know you, that. I, went, I know it seems sacrilegious, but just do it. I went to a birthday party, and the only drinks they had for, for grown-ups, they had Capri Suns for the kids, but the only drinks they had for grown-ups were bottled water, which is, I mean, I don't have a problem with bottled water. It's fine. Um with the exception of all the, you know, plastic waste and like, you know, Nestle robbing our aquifers of, but all that political stuff aside, like I'll drink a bottle of water. It's fine. Um, but they had Coke zero and LaCroix and that was it. Like if you wanted to have a drink with a calorie, no. Yeah. I, and I, is it, is, is it wrong to be like, hey, maybe get some full-flavored soda? I don't think so. I mean, no. what I really wanted was a beer. They didn't have any beer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm mean, i with you. I don't drink soda anymore, yet I would much rather that than a damn-flavored water. But if someone if someone come at you, came at you with a choice between, like, a Coke and a Coke Zero... I'm going Coke. Yeah. I'm going Coke. Why, why am I going to put all those other gross things in my... I don't like that. That's the thing is, I don't need a facsimile of something that I don't like in order to enjoy it, right? I'll just eat less or drink less of the thing that I like. Like, I love yeah. soda. I didn't stop drinking soda because I didn't fucking like it. I stopped drinking soda because of that whole New York City incident where people were in an uproar because the mayor wanted to make it limit the, the amount of soda you consumed to 20 ounces, which gives you nearly double the amount of sugar that you need in your daily intake of sugar. Um, And so when I started realizing how much sugar like a normal soda had in it, uh, like one soda, one can of soda has your entire day's worth of sugar in it. I was like, fuck that. I like sugar. I want to spread my sugar intake around. I don't want all of it coming from one can of soda. Do you know how fast I'll drink one can of soda? I will drink one can of soda in 30 seconds. Here I yeah. that, look at now. Now you have me like Daniel Bryan. Now I feel like I'm up here. I'm, I'm pointing my fingers at people. I'm pointing my fingers at consumers and sugar people and people that want 64 ounce sodas. I, I just, 
We need let's let's rate a snack. Can we yeah, a snack? we don't have we don't have the answers for these questions, man. Like there, no. you know, you, you you have to think about it. You have to take a lot of things into consideration when you're making the choices that guide you to your best life. The question that we're here to answer today is: When you buy a box of Funko's collectible cereal, do you eat the cereal, or do you keep it in the box and just collect it forever? I mean, this is a this is a, a collectible, sure, but it has a shelf life. You know, the the expiration date on this one is May twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. It has a shelf life that once you pass, you deem that a collectible, right? I guess that's true. Yeah, once you once you've passed that shelf life, you're not going to open the box. You're Correct. not going to even get the little Funko Pop out. You're just going to kind of delight in the oh, knowledge. Damn that it! There's a Funko Pop in there. That somewhere. makes me mad. Right? That makes me mad. That the thought of you leaving the Funko Pop in the box and never taking it out makes me so mad, Tim. Like the like as a collectible, this is a really weird thing. You have it's it's like a Schrodinger's Funko Pop. It makes me think of the uh, Phoenix Suns Coke bottles that came out when we were kids. You remember those? Every well, single goddamn in person in Phoenix had those. No, you don't. But there was Coca Cola bottles that came out. I think it was around the first time when we had a Super Bowl here, and they were collectible cork bottles. In and they had famous Suns players on the box and on the bottles. And damn it, I bet if you still go into people's houses here in the Metro Phoenix area, you will find that six pack of Coke bottles on a shelf somewhere next to some other sports memorabilia. That's the way still, that that shit works. Still, still on full open. Of Coke. Yep, still full of Coke. But the thing is, is that you you could also get like a two liter of Coke and just drink that. You know, you didn't like you didn't have you, you had more options. That's that. a good Coke point. In the bottle. That's a good. Point. I think so. I have like an old, like a like a 2006 St. Louis Cardinals World Series commemorative Budweiser that was never opened. Mm. And I think I might have like a like a special edition Pop Art, um, Halo Master Chief Mountain Dew Gamer. Oh, uh, no, Tim. Uh, oh, get, no. Mountain Dew Game Fuel. That was what it was called. No. This was, it was at a time in my life. This was around the time that I first started listening to Mega Ram when I was very plugged in to the the video game community. I was, I was, uh, um, actually getting a lot of traffic on my video game blog and stuff like that. I made the front page of dig with a story that I wrote once. Wow. Back, back when dig was Reddit. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. One time on Reddit, someone wrote a story about me being an actual mayor. I, I loved that whole thing. Yeah, that was good. Like, so <laughs> I am, today I learned, uh, today I learned. Yeah. <laughs> That the mayor of Reseda really likes wrestling. Um, I'm ready to do a service for the public, for our viewers, Tim. I'm ready to let them know whether or not they should open up that box of Funko cereal that they have sitting on their shelves probably right now that they had no intention of opening and eat the cereal. We're going to do it. Let's do and this. You know what is also wild about this is that this cereal, the Mega Man cereal, was a GameStop exclusive. You can't get it online anymore, but... If you if you do a search on GameStop's website, you might be able to find some stores in your area that still have a box or two sitting around. Yeah, but and, we, we're pretty sure we're doing this for the greater good of of Funko cereals as a whole. Yeah, but right. GameStop GameStop it's it's very strange because they charged eight bucks for this box of cereal, which was pretty reasonable. If you go to Fye or go to Funko Shop, you could pay as much as like fifteen dollars for one of these damn things. Insane. It's crazy. I, they have them at Target too. Like, there's some Target exclusives. There's a Golden Girls. I can't like. It's it's just ridiculous how much stuff. There's Gollum from the Lord of the Rings. My God. How much stuff that they've that they've put into a cereal, and the fact that they can just that they can just do that, that they can just crank out product the way they do, is what yep. makes Funko Funko, and what makes them impossible to ignore if you like things. 
you can call them the Thai Beanie Baby Company all you want. That shit ain't stopping. This shit's forever. Yeah, it's it's, it's never gonna quit. It's and, forever. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna get to a point where where people are gonna have like more more Funko Pops in their house than like than clothing or silverware or stuff like that. You know, like they'll mm-hmm. just have cabinets overflowing with these things from TV shows they don't even remember having watched. You're you're describing you're describing my office right now, Tim, and I don't like it. So let's uh, <laughs> let's move on and let's try a snack. Uh, first of all, I want to find this. I want to find this pop. Okay, he's not he's not in the cereal bag. He's separate. All right, hold on one second. I gotta go get oh. get my uh, get my box. Oh, you don't have your box. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna, I'm gonna get milk and everything right now. We should we should take five because I got I got my box in bowl. I don't have milk. Let's 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 regroup. Okay. One of the smartest in the world, amazing advancements within the fields of robotics. Money was no object, but he never felt the need to make a profit with projects. Had a best friend, Dr. Light, they could have changed the world if they stayed together. Friendly competition during the bitter rivalry, and one day it changed forever. While he felt he'd done enough, but no matter how good he was, he was always runner-up. Got sick of second place, felt like it was Wiley's turn to start coming up. The school held a contest, the show of technology and chart our progress. Wally and Light collaborated, but like all the accolades, Wild Press, I guess. Wally had enough for that, started acting up. So we packed the stuff, and though his act was tough, we weren't buying it. This how he became a mad scientist. Might win some, but he just lost one. Like kept building, awards got one. A table for one, just not fun. So he built the robot to call his son. Rock, named for his love for music. Lab assistant who fetched his toolkits. Teenage boy, clumsy, clueless, but always amusing. That was the blueprint. Then what rock to live all alone? So he bought a it's a robot named Roll. Wife was grand, but little did they know that while they was coming back for everything, he was old. I was beat, I was played, I was lied to. Unappreciated for all the good I do. It told me chill, then I tried to. Now it's all about survival, crushing my rivals. I'm taking over, nothing can stop me. I'm taking over, nothing can stop me. Stop Wiley, do not try me. Stop Wiley, do not try me. I was beat, I was played, I was lied to. Unappreciated for all the good I do. Here we go. I've opened. I've opened Mega Man. Oh, he is small. I've opened. He's well, he's little. He's the he's, he's the a little guy. pop size, which is like their their keychain size. He's yeah, only he, maybe an inch and a half, two inches high, something like that. I mean, you know what really makes me mad is they have a little thing on the front that says "not actual size," but it's pretty <laughs> damn close to actual size. Like, they could have just made him yeah, actual just size. made it actual size, and then just say on it that it's actual size. It's the 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 thing on the front of the package is like five percent larger than the actual size. Yeah, of the, yeah. <laughs> of the thing. Its head almost fits perfectly. It's just like the feet go down a little yeah. bit further. And it's funny the cereal too, because the cereal picture says "enlarged" to show texture. But it's really close to the actual really size is. of the cereal. It's not the same color. It is nope. not the same color. This, no. this, is, this is that whole blue Doritos fiasco all over again. Yeah. Oh, and my... are you, okay, okay, so I have the whole bag out right now. Yeah. And I just touched it. And I feel like the majority of the O's are all stuck together as one giant piece right now. Which is I'm, really weird. I am currently breaking them up. No, that's not an easy thing, Tim. I thought I would have to just move it around. I'm having to slam this on my knee a little bit like you do with a bag of ice to free up the ice. <laughs> that is fucking weird. This is not, not a good sign for a cereal. No, that is not a good sign. So I felt like when I opened the box that there was kind of a sweet, fruity aroma yeah. like like you get from a good breakfast cereal. Sure. But then but then I opened the bag. Open the bag. Have you? Oh, that is not a good smell. 
It's it's like opening a can of Play-Doh. But not just, real Play-Doh, like fake-ass <laughs> Play-Doh, like the dollar Play-Doh you get from the yeah. dollar store. Oh, my God. Generic Play-Doh that you got in a, in a goodie bag from a birthday Holy party. Holy shit, Tim. I don't think that this is for human consumption. As, I sincerely yeah, think the we, cereal we was just made, made for collector's purposes. All right, I'm, fuck it. You let, yeah, let's, we, we're we, doing we, this. Yeah, we've, we've picked. I mean, the, 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 when the system starts, yeah. it can't stop. Yeah, you, you pick can't a snack, stop. You picked it. You picked it. You got to eat it. You got to rate it. That's the way it goes. You got to rate it. Uh, it. It bothers me, though. The size of it. It's so confident. The Each piece, each piece yeah. is so cocky. And, and like, just out there with its chest out and shoulders broad, just saying, look at me. Good, good luck eating me. You're going to fucking regret yeah. it. That's it's what, not, that's what it's it says not, to me. It's not the same color as Mega Man. It's, it's kind of a, like a very deep teal. Like what, oh, what sports team does this match? The like Charlotte that? Hornets. Yeah. Charlotte Hornets. Wait, are they still the Hornets? Yeah, Charlotte Hornets. Yes, yes. They are. They, they, they. I, I forgot. They, I got they, mixed they up. The yeah, Hornets, they, they the, the Hornets, Hornets moved to New Orleans yeah. and they became the Pelicans and they got the patch. Got it. Um, yeah, it's oh, oh yeah. I'm that. All I'm thinking is Larry Johnson now is Grandma. That's all I see. Yeah. Muggsy Bogues this, to Alonzo Mourning. This is the color of like all of the Ford minivans in the '90s. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. This is the color for wrestling fans of most of Dalton Castle's clothing. <laughs> Are you are you ready to are you ready to milk this thing? Oh, I gotta be yeah, doing it. We're, yeah, let's milk this thing. I want to see how it holds up to milk. I want to see does it succumb to milk's will, or does it just float on top defiantly like I feel like it's going to? It's it kind of it mostly soaking, behaves like a yeah, normal it's cereal. soaking it up. It's doing as it should. This is the the podcast that feels like a science experiment more it so than a snack. Really, really does. We've eaten a few cereals over the last few weeks. Yeah. And at no point did I feel this much anxiety about going into the first bite. I was pretty confident that they were going to be delicious. Um, and I said, let's, let's just do this. So the, the milk actually brings out a different smell in the cereal. Like it, it seems like maybe there's a fruit flavor in there after all. Hmm. Hmm. But I don't know. It's the multi-grain flavor kind of or smell kind of covered it up. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. All right. I mean, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Huh? <laughs> it's kind of oh. nice up front. It's 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 a familiar, like tricks. It's crunchy. It's, it's very tricks. Fruit loop. Yeah, it's very it's, tricks in flavor, yeah. and yeah, it the, has yeah, a the, crunch. The that that crunch is 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 tricks like. It's a good crunch too. It's not a bad mm -hmm. crunch. I don't mind it. Definitely a blue raspberry flavor. I'm not getting a blueberry flavor as much as I'm getting like some sort of blue raspberry. Yeah. But it's faint. It's very faint. It's hardly there. Yeah, it's it's the kind of flavor that you almost would just describe as like just generically fruity. Like yeah. it's it's a it's a hint of fruit. It's um <laughs> like going back to LaCroix, it's like it's like a LaCroix level yeah, fruit flavor. It is. <laughs> this is a flavored water version of cereal. Yeah. It's like some some type of fruit or other like uh like farted in the air and that air was used to puff up the cereal. 
Um, yeah, they, no, they make no claims on this box about what it's supposed to taste like. Sugar enriched cornmeal, bleached enriched wheat flour, thiamine, mononitrate, riboflavin, oat flour, salt, calcium carbonate, high fructose corn syrup, natural and artificial flavors, titanium dioxide, malic acid, blue one. There's your flavor, folks. Blue one. Blue one. Viewers of this podcast are well acquainted with what too much blue dye will do to you. And I assure you that one bowl of this cereal is going to do that trick. Possibly like one bite of this cereal would do that trick. Let me tell you, um, when I take my workout supplement, my pre-workout supplement, that's icy blue raspberry. (laughs) Things are weird for the next month, guys. I mean, in a really fun way, though. It's always a surprise what color is going to come out of you. I mean, on one hand, I really want to condemn the cereal, but I'm having a hard time doing it, especially at this point, this point in the snacking where the cereal has soaked up most of the milk. And it's still kind of hanging in there strong with a crunch, but it's a little bit more of a forgiving crunch. Yeah, but it's the crunch is defiant. You know, we're like we're like Mega Man, like two stages into the Doctor Wily level. Like he's not going to quit. Correct. Um. Oh man. Speaking of which, you know, sometimes I watch Mega Man's music videos just for tips on how to beat boards on on Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I learned a lot from watching Wiley. I watched um if somebody somebody made a um like a modded version of Mega Man 2 that was that was just Mega Ram. I think I watched him play through the entire game on Twitch. That's amazing. It was delightful. Guinness Book World Record holder Mega Ram, by the way. Most songs about a video game. You ain't catching them either. Fucking, you could start a Resident Evil band now and have 60 solid years of making music and you still aren't going <laughs> to catch them. Like a really, just a really kind of goth Resident Evil band. Yeah. Right, just sad songs about Resident Evil. Mm. Totally emo. To totally emo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The milk well, is not as blue as I would have expected. No. No. It's... The cereal like holds the, up. Yeah, the cereal and the milk, like, they barely they barely interacted in the bowl. The cereal holds up in a really impressive way. Um, but I'm just not so sure on that flavor, man. Yeah, it's a... It's, it's just not... It's not much of anything, you know? Because it's not, it's not like tricks. It's like a hint of tricks that kind of just gives way to corn and wheat yeah and and kicks isn't bad kicks isn't bad but that it reminds me more of kicks you know 
Kix has that weird flavor where it's like it's there, but it's not. It's kind of sugary, but it's not. You get a brief taste of flavor, and then it's just wheat cereal. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Kix is like all corn. I don't even know if there's wheat in it. I don't know, but Kix. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost like a non-flavor that's pleasing. Because there's no other cereal like Kix. Correct. Correct. It's it's um, a it's a totally unique flavor. Yeah. So I don't know about this particular cereal, but I think I would eat it again. I think I would eat it again. I'd finish the bag at least. Um, my would daughter. Open, my my daughter. You your, go ahead. Oh no, you you go ahead. I was gonna say my daughter's been wanting to eat it, and I think she's going to be disappointed. Um, but that's also because she just wants the little Mega Man inside. So I think I might throw this back in there so that she can take it out. Will you go as far as to um, to open your other boxes? Do you think? I have one other box of cereal. It's a Captain Caveman cereal based on my Twitter handle, and probably not. I don't know though. I want the little Captain Caveman out out from inside. That's for sure. What, I'm getting him what out. Color, what color is that? It's orange. It looks like hmm. uh, Apple Jacks. I bet that all of their cereals taste exactly the same as this. That is the one thing I want to know. Like, is this an actual blue flavor, or are we just tasting that slightly random, generic, tropical, you know, fruity flavor that you would find in a fruity cereal, and our brain is associating it with blue because it's blue? I feel like you're almost overselling the flavor because it's so subtle. It's so subtle. It's ridiculous. But, wow. I am ready to rate this, Tim. That did. I also want to mention, as we talked about with other cereals, th- this one really is an assault on the roof of your mouth. Oh, God. You were right. You're I, right. Was, I was talking about how my, my roof of mouth is, uh, is, 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 is so damn tough. Well, I, I ate some really hot pizza yesterday. Yep. So it's all kind of so I'm, yep, I'm, sensitive I'm, now. It's, I'm vulnerable. It's, yep. You're vulnerable. You're, you're, uh, your force field has is, is, is been depleted, essentially. Yeah. And you're just down to just taking shots right on your hole. Yeah, the rebels have, have shut down my deflector shield. <laughs> yep. yep. So, and this cereal is unforgiving. It's unforgiving. Um, I like it, but I wouldn't make it a part of my regular snacking uh, routine. Uh, if I did see this again or, you know, had the opportunity again, I wouldn't refuse it. Um, so based on that, I'm going to rate it a 5.5. Yeah, I'd, I've got to take the 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 price of it into account, the price, the kind of manufactured scarcity of it. Um, I think it's, I, I wouldn't, I can't wholeheartedly recommend it as a good snack. You know, it's a good gift for your friend who likes Mega Man or the Golden Girls or shit, there's a Thundercats one. Um, you know, any of, any of these things, that's, uh, that's awesome. But as far as something that you're buying, like for for yourself to snack on, you know, for a fraction of the price, there are just any number of far superior cereals. So, as much as I am going to enjoy the the emerald green poops that I'm going to have for the next couple of days, I rate this one a four. That's an honest rating, Tim. 
That's what I was writing. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Uh, I know we're going to see each other tonight, but I'll see you next week. See you next week. Hey. Hey. Yes. Uh, even if they show up to our show tonight, fuck Nazis. Fuck Nazis. Please stay home, Nazis. Because fuck you guys. <laughs>